Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Mage the Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is Episode 10, Deep Waters. Hi, friends. Don't Welcome back to Occultus Anonymous, <laughs> sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Um, I was just going to say, maybe we should get the show started. <laughs> <laughs> before, before we turn on each other. No. Um, thank you all very much for your support. Um, if you like, follow, subscribe, the other kind of follow, the other kind of subscribe, um, and you know, podcast folks, I don't forget you're out there. I appreciate your support. I just don't see it because I don't know that I can see comments. Do pe- can you make comments on podcasts? I don't know, uh, but I'm glad podcasts. you're here. Uh, not on Spotify. Can I leave think. reviews on Apple. Oh, sorry, so, so, yeah. which helps yeah. the algorithm. Mm-hmm. So you all, you all heard Chris five do stars. That thing. Yes. Do the thing. Please the five stars on every episode. Thank you. Uh, but a special shout out to um, our uh, our Patreon supporters who support us monetarily. Thank you to Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Ang, Falleth, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Doc the Undead, Delore, Eddie Brock, <laughs> Emil, Thumbsusu Raleigh, George. Uh, you know what? I meant to ask. I'm sorry, buddy. Galian, um, uh, Jack, Jenny, John, Josh. Julian, Catfeathers, Crazyman1772, Melissa, Michael, MiloV3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Neomagus, Noba, Other Michael, Parker, Perry, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Shaksara, Sinna, Taryn, VR Kane, Thomas, Toast, Usuf Sama, Uwu, Vortex Falcon, uh, Woodsaum, and Zoltan. Yeah, we, we, we found Noctal. Like, when I get to the bottom of the list and I'm like, I still haven't read anything really weird. Ah, there it is. Okay. Uh, but yes, thank you. Hmm? They're giving us a mystery to solve Indeed. right at the beginning. Indeed. Yeah. Right at the start. Um, so, uh, welcome back, everybody, to 1846 Colorado Purgatory Bluff, where four mages have awakened separately, not super recently, but kind of recently. Time is relative. We're mages. Um, well, they're mages. I'm the storyteller. And. Uh, yeah, uh, as we are exploring stuff um, and developing things, I'm going to remind everybody: um, Mage can get into some wacky stuff. Uh, some of it may may hit different depending on your personal life experience and stuff like that. And um, um, today is a particular uh, a good example because uh, Jean Paul plans to enter his Oniros, which is his soul, which is where all the memories and emotions and feelings and thoughts live. Um, which can, I mean, be kind of amateur solo psychiatry and therapy, but it's going to be rough, just like real therapy. Um, and, and that's even if you're trying to fix yourself, you just may get blocked into a nightmare. Um, yeah, so stuff can get weird and can get tough. And if you find yourself feeling uncomfortable, it is okay to skip this episode or skip forward a couple minutes or if you're watching live uh, go get a drink at a dog come back um you know we we will move on um and of course for all my players you know we have x cards interrupt me whatever if anybody gets uncomfortable as always mm-hmm. um we are not like aiming towards anything bad i know everybody's lines and veils uh but it's just a good reminder especially like i said it's the oneros and shit gets weird Cool. So with that, uh, we do. I, I had a quick thing because it stuck in my head. What's the name of the river? The Purgatorio. Is that intentional? 
Or did you misremember what it's actually called on the Google Maps? Oh, what is it called on the Google Maps? Because it's in French on the Google Maps. Oh, what is it in... The Purgatoire. The Purgatoire. Gotcha. Okay, yes, that's... I mean, depending on... And I'll be honest, it really probably depends on who you ask. Because if you ask, you know, people who speak English, it's the Purgatory River. If it's... Fair. (laughs) But yes, good point. I was just... I remembered because we were looking at it on Google Maps the other day when we were talking. And I was like, wait a second. I think we've been doing this wrong. We're not wrong, but different than reality, which is fine. Because Chronicles of Darkness is definitely yeah. not reality. Yeah. We, we, we have six guns here. Not that any... Well, actually, someone does. Now that I think about someone it. Does. Someone does. Don't know who <laughs> that could be. <laughs> I mean, they've been on screen. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you, yeah that's right. Just your cloak. Pointed one at cloak, yeah. Yep. Right. Um, Someday I'll have a reason to use one. New, new story tell aspiration <laughs> never Let strong shoot someone uh cool uh so we've got a couple different things uh that we we didn't leave off with any specific thing if i remember correctly we we kind of finished up and we had plans also known as aspirations and obsessions um who wants to start if anybody wants to jump straight to it cool no volunteers Craig. oh say that again chris I nominate Craig slash Theo. Sure. All right. I like that. We're going to do this right. popcorn style. Once you're done with your scene, you nominate who goes next. Sure. I am drinking, so I would rather not go right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when, uh, when we were checking out the graveyard, most of the ghosts there were as expected, and there was the one guardian that we had to talk with, but there was another ghost there that seem to be a little more aware. And you have seen ones like that, but they're very rare. Yeah. And this is the first one that like wasn't like doing something like that I'd saw in passing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought I wanted to go and see if he was still there. And if he's not there, maybe maybe figure out where the fuck he went, because that's a problem. Yep. Fair. Uh, and- you're headed that night? Yeah. Cool. Uh, which, for our purposes, as I pull up Kanga, which is available to everybody. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, that Wednesday night, uh, the 14th of, uh, of May, uh, 1846, um, as Theo in, you know, nice little, little dress and possibly, you know, uh, some form of cloak, because, you know, it does get a little chilly. Um, heads up, you know, towards the graveyard, and again, it's it's a sleepy little town. There aren't patrols walking around or anything like that. If you just walk through Main Street Purgatory Bluff, uh, especially once sun has set and you're away from the tavern, you really don't get noticed. Uh, make your way out to the graveyard, which is a little bit back away from town, um, neither, because neither the uh, neither the chapel or uh, church could decide, well, who's going to have a place? And it's like, you know, we'll have a communal space uh, where everybody can be buried together. A little bit morbid, but also kind of nice. Um, wholesome necromancy. It's a thing. Anyways, uh, speaking of necromancy, uh, yeah, so Theo, you head up towards, you know, the, the small gates. I imagine they're, you know, the, the waist-high ones. You know, this isn't a big fenced-up thing. 
Uh, but he's got the low little wall of stone, the little small iron gate, swing it open. And as before, you have the, the, the few who seem to be kind of stuck in the loop of their death. Uh, the you know as mentioned the the one that kind of more stands out among others is the one trying to strike his tombstone um, and others that are muttering to themselves and stuff like that the guardian the you know farmer kind of fresh out of the dirt looking uh, gentleman is not quite patrolling so much as keeping an eye out for intruders or anybody who would dare open the gate uh, or worse come out from beneath the gate and then yeah the one gentleman i believe who is standing in especially as you approach like so sights the, in on you just as i'm kind of approaching the first question that kind of occurs to me is like what's different about him compared to the other guys so can i do some investigation on that like as i'm approaching i mean this is mage so yes yeah <laughs> um so like is that because i'm assuming ghosts have a pattern Mm-hmm. Everything has a pattern. A rock has yeah. a pattern. Yeah. So what's the difference between the pattern of the guy trying to smash his headstone and the guy standing over there just looking at me creepily? Sure. Are you going to use Mage Sight for that or are you going to whip up a spell? I, I will use Mage Sight for that. Okay. I think that should be... Because effectively that's Focus Mage Sight. Um, yeah. So you have to spend the mana to activate that. Um, mm-hmm. Or shoot, is that uh, Willpower? That's what I was thinking too. Uh, the mana comes in when you're adding additional successes. Or if we're keeping it up for a long time. Uh, that is also willpower. And now? Yes. I thought mana was for like not your main ones. Correct. Yeah, willpower is the, the effort. Yeah, mana that mana allows in. you to add non-ruling. Right. Um... But yes, sorry. Um, feel free to spend that willpower to activate scrutiny. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, roll your. Um, well, we can start with a Gnosis plus uh, Arcanum uh, minus two. Uh, that's the opacity that you're dealing with, just to get that initial, like, what the hey? Uh, depending on. And this is a smaller opacity thing, so you may actually go ahead and get this in one. Um, well, you said minus two? And there you go. So, um, technically, you would have to get through some scrutiny if we were doing this by the normal rules, but for simple mysteries like this, I don't want to bog stuff down. Um, so, yeah, looking at him, initially, like, dead giveaway, it's fallen magic. That doesn't surprise you anymore. The, you know, the understanding that stuff that is truly supernal is kind of rare. Um, but, you know, he is more than the other ghosts that you've seen is a little bit more together a little more coherent still trapped in its own thing uh but for whatever reason um is is more whole for for lack of a better term and has more trying to think of how theo would see this um more of himself transitioned if we want to play with the Moro stuff over from death where you've always seen these ghosts as being fragments you know of right. the person this person seems to have a little bit more of themselves so is 
Is this pattern stronger? Um, I don't know that I would necessarily say. Well, actually, yes. For ghosts, we can we can pretty coherently say yes. This has a stronger pattern in general. So, in theory, if I were to reinforce the pattern of one of the other ones, mm-hmm. then they should be a little more like him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll put a pin in that one. Right. And the logic is there, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll head over to have my discussion. Or whatever's going to happen. Maybe he'll just edit Hinge's jaw and try and swallow me whole. Uh, funny that you would mention that. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, roll addition. Uh, you need to spend, I believe it is a mana with your death uh, sight in order to um, basically be able to interact and chat instead of having to cast a spell. Um, pulling that up real quick. Sure. Uh, Yes, spend a mana to speak, touch, and even strike them. However, this makes her vulnerable to their attentions as well, which, as you had mentioned, was already a concern. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and that lasts for a scene, by the way. Sure. All right, so I'll boost that with mana. Mm-hmm. And just sort of cautiously as I'm walking over, like, raise a hand and say, uh, hey there. Hello. Again, um, just gives a little curtsy. I'm Theo. I mean, see, this is why you can't make names off the top of your head, kids, because that guy almost ended up being Jedediah, which would be really <laughs> silly. Uh, but yeah, uh, kind of looks. I mean, as long as he's not put in charge of anything, right? Then we get really silly. Uh, no. Noel. Hello. Hi, Noel. Um, I can't help but notice that you're a little different than the other folks that are hanging out here. Kind of looks over at the other ghosts who are, you know, kind of lost in their own world, and Jed, who kind of also in his own world, but you know, is definitely more active, and mm. kind of gives a shrug and says. I guess. Why? Well, that's kind of what's brought me over here is why are you different from these other folks? You're I've seen a few like you, but not very many. Like me what? Like that are more aware of their surroundings, I guess. Kind of looks over to, you know, some of the you know, the rank ones. And hmm. kind of gives a little bit of a shrug and says Maybe, but go uh, go interrupt what they're doing. They become real aware of you, right? But not in a, any kind of a coherent way. They're a little more monstrous. Well, I was going to say animalistic, but sure, break break their routine or whatever they're trapped in, and they just lash out. But I'm able to have a conversation with you, and that's a rare thing for me. I had to talk with Jed over there, and didn't seem all that interested in talking to me. Well, he's... Uh, just before you reply, mm-hmm. uh, a quick little pin, uh, mm-hmm. because this guy, similar to Jed and most everybody here, it's frontier clothes that, you know, he's wearing. Uh, doesn't seem to have, you know, any, like, significant, like telltale signs of sign of death thank you that's sign the of word. cause of death yep there you go 
uh, stalled. And but as you're talking with him, you know, and you've you've come in, you've you've curtsied. He's kind of backed himself, and he's standing square on his grave. You know, he's got his tombstone basically right up against his feet. Well, tombstone, more of a wooden placard, um, and is definitely having this like distance between you and him and oh, like, I would totally not encroach right um mm-hmm. and all his all his movement is uh it, it, it's standoffish and guarded um very you know approaching a you know uh a wary stranger or an animal right and he's probably seen people walk by all the time without ever noticing him and i'm the first one it has and and end of note you know because everybody else who passes by is on the other side of twilight you're mm-hmm. every time you've come by now you've stepped over and are close enough to you know speak and hear and stuff yeah yeah um do i see any sign of an anchor uh that would be actually does that show up in your mage site yeah i made sure that i can identify anchors cool uh da 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 Uh, the anchor condition, right, which would be on anchors, and blah, 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 whether the soul or if the body is in fact dead. Right, okay. Uh, so, actually, no, I'm going to probably go ahead and say you do not see an immediate anchor. Hmm. I would guess that just from Theo's kind of fumbling around, she knows that they have, that ghosts have an anchor and have to stay near them. But yeah, you don't immediately see an anchor. Um, but his anchor just could not be visible right now and like his anchor could be his corpse or something right yeah and and, and to to take it that step farther look around the graveyard you don't see any visible anchors okay anywhere so can you tell me a little bit about yourself how did you end up here Kind of gives you a, a no shit buddy look um, and says, I died and got buried. And how did you die? It's a bit of a personal question to be asking, don't you think? Um, <laughs> forgive me, I'm not, I'm not trying to pry, I'm just trying to understand. Hi, I'm kind of new to this. How were you born? Um, <laughs> I was actually born in the back of a wagon. Okay, that's probably less of an intrusive question than how were you conceived? But I, I don't need to know. I'm just saying, like... Oh my god, Theo, you can't just ask someone why they're a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to understand why you're different. I, I'm, I, uh, forgive me if I'm being rude or something. I'm all kind of... I'm a little new to this sort of thing, too. Well, to be honest, I'm kind of new to it, too. And as you can see, I don't exactly have all too many um, companions to discuss proper etiquette. I'm not sure, sure if we're supposed to bow or. So how about we just figure that out on our own? I mean, that's fine. Did, did you have someone in town? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think how how he would put it. Um, I have folks. Like family? 
Yeah. Wife, kids. Yeah. Well, parents. I don't think she's around around? anymore. Hmm. Are they they still around? Yeah. What are are their names? Kind of, kind of like it does the same thing Jed does. It just kind of looks, looks down at his, as somebody said in chat, his tomb wood. Um, (laughs) And, you know, kind of, and yeah, you can see his name is Noel Hill. And Mm -hmm. he died, you know, 18, like 44. This motherfucker's name is Noel Hill. Yeah, Noel Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Um, But he's long as digit grade legs. Laughs like I know. By the way, that was the that was the name generator. Noel Hill, hilarious. I assume it's Noel, right? (laughs) But you know, I mean, wordplay. No. Yes. Like I'm not gonna let that one just slide. Anyway, sorry. Back to Theo. I'm not I'm not trying to pick apart your life or death or anything. I'm just trying to understand all this new stuff that I'm encountering. I mean, you're kind of new and interesting too, but also excuse my language, but fucking terrifying. You get to just come and go and talk with us and leave and you're off-putting. I can understand that. Um, what you seem to have taken to the transition a lot better than these poor sods. Not exactly sure I had much of a choice. And it points over to, you know, one of the other uh, folks and says, you know, Elliot there. They put him in the grave. I watched the ceremony. The next day, he's up and raving like a madman. I, I don't know if that's a decision he made. My feeling is it isn't, isn't really a decision. It just kind of happens. But I'm not, I'm not sure how that happens. But I feel like I want to try and help them. That's why I was trying to understand why you're different from them. Does Elliot have family in town? Not that I know. Then pointing over, he he looks you know. Whereas you know, Noel is dressed more like a farmer. Uh, Elliot definitely has like the the wear and tear of a miner. Um, and stuff like that and his body does not look great uh, whether or not that was from work or from death uh, the his corpus air quotes there uh, you know is a little bit more mangled you know these other folks that are here mm, most of them were before my time but Elliot came after me kind of remember Elliot did you know Elliot well, or just know of him? Just knew of him. You know how it is in this town. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know how long you've been here. I haven't been here that long, I and mean, most of the folks don't... Well, most of the women folk don't much care for me. Then some of the men folk like me too much. <laughs> um, 
Well, I, I know this has been a lot for you to take in, so maybe I'll give you a little bit of space. But I'd like to come and talk again sometime, if, if you don't mind. Well, don't make it a regular thing. I don't exactly have anywhere to go, but I do like my peace and quiet. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And to to give more context and body language, you know, it's definitely one of those like, sure, you can come chat, but please don't come like every day, you know, mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Um, I wanted to go and have a look at Elliot. Sure. Uh, which I mean, going is not very far, you know, just hand the you know quick step and a jump. Uh, but I yeah. am uh, looking at. Um reinforcing his pattern to try and make it look more like Knowles. Um, I'm guessing that's going to be Quicken Ghost. Yep. So it would be a like a oh no, that would be um, perfecting or weaving. It's perfecting. perfecting. You're making something what it is better. More of what it is. Are you going to try and increase his rank as well? Or do you even think that's where Theo's at yet with this experimentation? Um, Well, I don't know that Theo knows rank. Mm -hmm. I'm just approaching it from the point of view that she's trying to reinforce his pattern. Sure. So, out of character, it'd be like a quicken ghost. Right, without the reach. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that, if I just quicken the ghost, like I'm, I don't think that that's going to make him communicable, right? Correct. Out of character, so think- you know that, but and, yeah. and that, I'm just trying to figure out Theo's. So I'm from Theo's perspective, I'm thinking if I reinforce his pattern with mana. That makes sense. Yeah, and that's a that's a pretty good way to get to that reach. Um, and I can use the <laughs> graveyard as a yantra. Absolutely, it's an environmental yantra for one. So that's what I was reaching by one. Excuse me. <sighs> what are you What are you spending reach on? Uh, instant cast and advanced duration. Oh, okay, cool. So he's not not actually yet doing the reach to actually increase rank. Okay. Oh, right. Yes. That would be. Then that's, that's thing, what it's not there. just mana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Whopping for reach. Yeah, I'll go for it. Okay. Um. Well, actually, yeah. We'll. we'll, we'll, we'll uh, I I will ask. Um. Because also sensory range. Or are you going to try and touch or? Throw a ball of energy at Elliot. Um, well, he's not really going to... Unless I interrupt him, he's not going to know I'm there. So I'm going to try the touch. Okay. Cool. Let's All see right. how that goes. So that's uh, four. Overreaching reach. by three. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, and so that's three paradox. Or are you spending mana... Um, I'm running low on mana, so no, and we'll deal with that later, I guess. But. Sure. <laughs> uh, 
uh, uh, roll your wisdom there. Got one success on Paradox. Three successes. Not a problem, so take that bashing wound and then roll your four, five, six. Three successes. Cool. Maze of Potency spell, are, uh, because I, I should have asked you this, are you actually putting the full three potency into it? Or um, are you just going to nudge them up a little bit? I want to just nudge them up a little bit. Okay, because the, the reach will handle the rank, but the potency then is going to be um, attributes uh, going up. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, so I don't want to make him stronger. <laughs> sure. Because he might just, you know, he might, I may reinforce the powder and then he'll just be twice as angry. Okay, so one one option you have, and this is kind of a little bit meta, but also because you're talking about reinforcing the pattern, I think this also makes sense, is instead of spending that potency and increased attributes, you can spend it to heal him and heal his corpus mm. instead. Yes. Okay, cool. See if that helps. And then that's, what, it, it heals the corpus at a rate of one point per potency. Is that bashing? Is that lethal? Is that aggravated? No, you just heal three points. Mm. Occasionally this book. <laughs> cool. I um, mean, the injuries don't matter if you just have health boxes filled, right? Right. The category. Yeah, which as, as far as I can see, that's exactly what it is. It doesn't care if it's aggravated, lethal, or bashing. It just heals it. Um, cool. But uh, yes, uh, with that, you know, uh, I'm not going to make you roll to touch Elliot. Um, for the most part, Elliot is kind of laying on the ground um, in various states of agony or just like blissed out of his mind. Uh, you're not quite sure. Um, and, you know, kind of lay that hand down and I imagine it's, you know, like tag and then the, the step back to see what happens. Uh, and especially with your uh, with your mage sight on, um, you can see his body kind of knit together a little bit but the the healing that you're expecting to maybe perhaps you know f- you know fix his his broken body doesn't really take um not in the way that you would expect from a kind of human perspective um but with your mage side on you definitely see his pattern you know if we, we think of it as literal fabric the threads getting you know tauter um and you know beefier you know uh more cable-esque instead of little strands uh, but the wounds are kind of part of who he, who is. he is as a ghost now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um and his body kind of stops the shutter kind of looks eyes are still a little bit glassy and still kind of you know uh far away but has enough to focus in on you, you know, especially since you're, you know, right there, um, kind of looks up at you. Hi. You didn't do it to me. No. Kind of looks you up and down, like in a hand kind of slowly reaches out towards your ankle. I'll, uh, um, let him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, while he's reaching, I'm just going to say, my name's Theo. I'd like to help. All right. Uh, nice to meet you, Theo. And... Uh, 
Cool. Uh, what is your stamina? Uh, my stamina is two. Okay. Trying to make sure I do this roll correctly. The powers of invisible entities. Yep. Uh, power plus finesse minus two because it's penalized. He's using one of his numa numa now. His numa. Ooh. Uh, um. Okay. Okay. Uh, so as his hand kind of wraps around uh, your ankle, mm-hmm. um, um, each success on the activation roll inflicts one point of lethal damage. So you Ooh. take four lethal. Ooh. <laughs> as your body starts to, um, accelerated decay uh, and I imagine it kind of starts at the feet and then the ankle and you know some of the stuff that you, you perhaps saw growing up when you know people who may have had like leprosy or some of these other kind of terrible conditions uh-huh yep uh, so we're now in initiative yeah uh, well we don't necessarily need to be in initiative because it's just the two of you but yeah, that um, was his instant action. Um, and because you have Mage Sight on, uh, which, by the way, will penalize non-magical bullshit by two, but uh, I will kind of give you a, a little gimme here of as you watch, like, Essence. This, for probably from her perspective, this soul stuff just kind of evaporating off of him. Sure. Um, so I'm probably closer to death than I've been in a long time. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I have the ability to like control ectoplasm and shape, and so I'm gonna try and. Oh yeah, uh, you can put him in a different shape entirely. Absolutely. Well, first thing first is I want to throw up a bubble around myself. Okay. Could you have done that reflexive thing? Uh, oh, oh death. That's, that's death armor, which is different. I'm thinking of the ghost shield. And death armor may actually this, this may actually be I'm a turning the bashing. Oh yeah, thing. death armor is lethal. Come becomes bashing. Yeah. From Chris is reminding, trying to remind from you, hey, Death you don't Armor. have to take lethal. Uh, yeah. from, and that would be reflexively. Uh, from kinetic attacks to bashing. Um, this doesn't. Oh, so it wouldn't protect oh. here. Would not. In, yeah, you basically react to things as mm. the undead. Death Armor sucks. Death Armor is not <laughs> super great, but it does let you go. All, like you could basically have turned into an action hero. And right. you can get shot and be fine. You can be yeah. shot and it's be fine. Cool. You can have. But it doesn't protect you against ghosts. Yeah. Unlike spirit armor, which is Protection very good. Mm-hmm. It so it doesn't actually protect either. me from anything, really. Ghost. So I'll have to go with ghost shield. Death armor lets you fight a werewolf and not get swiped to death in one hit. Yep. Well, I mean, if the, if, if the stuff overflows, though. You hope. <laughs> yeah. because, because death armor specifically lets you do old zombie mode and just be like, I'm full of aggravated damage, except for that one health box. And as anybody who plays magic knows, all you need is the one. Uh, but yes, Greg, uh, ghost armor is your first step. Uh, yeah. Cool. And I imagine there's also probably a quick step back <laughs> away from Elliot. Absolutely. Uh, and bear in mind for Yantras, you, if you are doing this this turn, you have this one Yantra. Yep. Um, instant cast, advanced duration. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. 
Um, um, it's a rank one, so I've got two for reach. Three for reach. Uh, no. Ghost Shield is a two-dot spell. Is it is, is it all two? Okay, so two for reach. Yep. Um, and that will protect against their Numina, but if you take the additional reach, he won't even... Uh, it will protect against actually being physically struck. Did I factor that in? I'll start again. I don't need potency, don't need duration, no scale, and uh, just one Yantra. What Yantra uh, are you using? The graveyard. Sure. Um, I want to make sure that actually works. Mm-hmm. Or this will be a short session <laughs> for me. For you. <laughs> uh, so six. Cool. And one over each. Uh, actually, hang on. I need to roll another. An extra one already, because yep. it's my second. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm gonna get sorry. Missile. I've got to throw one more because you're also currently. Uh, oh, actually, I will give you a freebie. Do you drop the spell that is currently bolstering his rank? Um. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Good. Okay. Cool. Low yeah. power so, so yeah. Uh, drops his. Uh, Drops that Fuck rank, and we don't have to make you roll that. Uh, so four plus four, eight. Oh, you're throwing willpower at it. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Um, I count six, right? Or four and four, you're eight. It's eight. I mean, I if you want to roll six, sure, no, but no, no. I don't want you to die. <laughs> Three successes, I'll take it. Cool. Yeah, the bubble comes up. Uh, and he, he's going to try the same damn thing, uh, though that little step back, which you can totally do as part of you know casting a spell. Um, that broken body of his is actually limiting his mobility and so we have a very zombie-esque moment of him kind of rolling over and his legs are not great and he just military army crawls much faster than any zombie in any zombie movie he's still moving at a pretty fast speed it's very you know bad nightmare thing and tries to grab at you again um and before I even well actually uh, technically I should roll um do, do, do. Um, he rolls his. Ooh, won't be eight now. Yeah, um, eh, we'll call it five. Uh, let's see. Okay, so it goes off air quotes, but it's going to have a clash of wills. So roll your gnosis plus death uh, plus one because you have uh, advanced duration. Uh, oh, death. actually, I take that back. No, it because it's just for the scene, so it doesn't get because it has to be uh, for a day, right? two cool and so he is going to roll uh <laughs> his rank because his influence doesn't apply yep zero successes yeah. so it sounded like a john cena sound yeah I, I meant to go with price is right and it just went somewhere oh, okay. else um, you gotta add that additional beat. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> uh, yeah, so zero successes on his Clash of Wills. So he grabs hold. You watch this essence just flow off of him again. Brace yourself. And it just, just rolls off of you. And you don't feel anything. And, All right. Uh, yeah. It's, it, um, there's, there's probably some like, no, no, come back. I almost don't want to do this, but... I think I kind of have to. I don't. I don't know any way to make him stay put. One thing I will tell you. Uh, well, stay put is is one thing, but the only reason he can even touch you and attack you right now is because of your mage sight. 
Yeah. But, and yeah. Hmm. No, but I, I want to know shit. Yeah. I, I, I want to know yeah. shit. I think I'm going to push it. So I'm. Gonna Make mistakes. His, Get messy. I'm gonna, yes. I'm going to attack his pattern. Okay. Devour this lane. Um, that'll be. I mean, Theo doesn't know this, but this will be a damaged ghost. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You're not going to rip man out? Uh, uh, yeah, that is an option. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I like that one better, actually. Yeah, now bear in mind, Devouring the Slain is withstood by Resolve, which means his resistance stat, which may be pretty healthy, because even a rank well, one mm. has some pretty decent. Okay. Fair enough. So then I'll just go with damage goals. Right, which just straight damage. Yep. I think he has as much straight damage. What's that? What's Theo that? doesn't do much straight damage. No. <laughs> Funny. Um, you I said after cast... June, I wouldn't have to put up with this. Sorry, it's Gay Wrath <laughs> Month now. <laughs> oh. Oh, man, this is going to suck because I'm out of willpower. <laughs> uh, scale. Um, I need a quick, so just one Yantra. That's it. Oh, big potency. That's uh, that's going to be seven bashing damage. Nope, five da- bashing damage if it lands. Uh, we do have to throw some paradox at this. See. No, actually we don't because you didn't provoke at all. So the cumulative stuff doesn't matter. Oh, only one die. Uh, I take that back. It does because you're you have two spells active. So. Oh, okay. Um, three spells active. I'm gonna. I'm going to take that potency off then. Because I also remembered I'm minus one because of my wound status. Mm-hmm. All right. So that'll be four or five dice. Okay. Which is four. Ooh, that's not good. Nope. Um, I'm going to take a dramatic failure. <laughs> So, Ooh, unbeknownst man. to the rest of us, Craig is prepared to leave the campaign. No. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Um, cool. Gains uh, a condition. Well, um, hmm, attacking ghost. Oh, I know what we're going to use. It's a bad guy. Spooked. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure worse is going to happen is that I'll get badly injured in the graveyard and I'll drop mage mm-hmm. sight when I go unconscious. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> in the middle of the night and hope that somebody gets In the middle you. of the night and yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, excuse well, me. Cloak did have plans with you. That's true. So. Uh, but no, uh, we're, this this would be shaken, um, not spooked. Um, effectively the same thing, but shaken is basically you give in to your fear and decide to uh, um, fail a roll where when your fear may kick in. Okay. And that gets beat, of course. Um, cool. Uh, it is his turn. Um, he is uh, now really low on essence. Uh, da, 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 da. So I'll go shield up, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he, he, he's got to try harder, but uh, I better believe he's going to try. 
um, is contested by... Okay, so you will roll your Stamina, Resolve, and Gnosis all piled together. Uh, he is he is going after your um, essence. So in this case, uh, we're we're gonna play with he's draining your mana. Sure, <laughs> not getting it much. Nope. Um, and this is more meta wise for you. Um, mm-hmm. Technically, whoever wins this gets the essence. So you may actually pull essence out of him instead. Oh, not that you as a death mage have essence. Like you can mess with essence, but yeah. Uh, two successes versus. Um, walk by Isabel, see what happens. <laughs> What's up? Let's see here. Can I can I fail this roll to resolve the condition? You could. I think I'm going to fail this roll to resolve the condition. Okay, so you will have it will count as zero successes on your end. And you get a beat. Get a beat. And how much mana you got? I have four. Oh, look. No, you don't. He gets four <laughs> mana. Okay. Cool. Uh, oh, wait. Hang on. All right. Roll, now roll your uh, <clears throat> Gnosis plus uh, death. Something happens when you take all that mana away. Uh, no, this is... Um... Go shield. Go shield may actually oh, end up protecting right. her from the, uh, the effect anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, I don't even know how to defend this. Oh, Ghost Shield did it for me. All right. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Uh, so, some spell. Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> I am going to drop Mage Sight. Right. <laughs> which should pull me completely out of... Yeah, that overlap into Twilight. And so, yeah, all yeah. the ghosts are gone. The world rever- reverts back to normal. You're just standing <laughs> in a graveyard and... Disheveled and bruised. Disheveled and, and well, yeah, I mean, I we're, we're talking multiple not, lethal. I so. am fucked up. Oh, you did take the lethal. <laughs> I am fucked up. Okay. And it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. And it's nighttime. And you're by yourself. And I'm by myself. In a graveyard. In a graveyard. We'll let Theo th- think about her decisions uh, <laughs> as we jump over. Let her think, think about, about the consequences of her actions. <laughs> yep. Um, active hubris? No, probably not. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, so let us pick up with, um, let's see, uh, I guess perhaps the 15th, uh, the, the next day. Um, I know we had a couple different plans, um, and I think we'll jump over to, uh, Gisela and Isabel. That way, basically, we may end up giving the second half to Jean Paul's adventures in his belly button. Uh, on flow skepsis. Sorry, you completely lost me on that one. <laughs> That's a technical term for navel gazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Today I learned. Uh, so yeah, I think this may originate with Gisela. I also went ahead and took my sleep willpower back. Nope, because it is now the 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, got home the night before, helped out around the house, everything, but like, mentally check notes to get prepared and go back there tomorrow. Right. And um, I wanted to go ask Isabel because she does a lot of wilderness sort things, outdoorsy things, yeah. 
she seems like a good choice for She tries to keep it on exploring. the down low, but I think it's probably been a little bit more revealed to, to you of all people. To you yeah. specifically, yeah. So, uh, the next day, um, probably around midday, um, I've gathered up, got like, I guess a small lantern. Um, it wouldn't just be like an open candle. Right. Um, How much of this probably, stuff are you borrowing from the shop? I don't know. It's probably things I have at home. Okay. Um, yeah, just like a little small lamp and uh, some rope. Seems useful. 50 feet of rope. I don't know much about cave diving, but... 10 foot pole. That, that seems good. <laughs> In my Bring head, I'm like, these are the supplies. And yeah, I'm going to go find Isabel at the tavern, I guess. They're open for lunch. And it's where she lives, so it's either there oh, or yeah. the stables. Okay. And just sort of walk in and look around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, it's lunch, so yeah, there's probably yep. some folks there, and just being the fact that it's a open. slow day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to walk Monday, up to you and go. Right? Uh, I believe. Uh, it is. Yeah, I think so. Is currently da, 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 da. it is actually Monday, Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Wow. Okay, we did a whole. I missed some days. days. Couple few days. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just walking up to you. I'm sure. Stop. Like, hello, Isabel. Hello. I found something. Would you like to see? When we last saw Isabel, she was like, y'all being super nerds. I don't want any of this shit. <laughs> Is it um, interesting? Yes. I think. To me? I can show you. <laughs> to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, it's pretty slow around here. I'll see if uh, Nam Enriette will let me. It's like off for a bit. Maybe we can do a little hunting or something on the way. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, because uh, you know it is a slow day, um, you know. But what do you tell her that you're going off to go do, if anything? Um, well, specifically for uh, for Isabel getting oh, off of yeah. off of work. Uh, I will tell her that. Uh, Miss Bauer and I are going to uh, go afield for a little bit and um, perhaps see if we can find some, you know, small prey for dinner. Cool. Something to serve the guests or something like that. Sure. Step it up a little bit tonight. Yep. All right. And you are casting... Uh, sacred geometry on both of us. Aha! Cool. Uh, so yeah, so, once you guys kind of get outside, you know, get away from uh, town a little bit. Well, probably even just in town because it's not an obvious magic. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to take her to the river. Right, but that's why I mean you're going to cast it as you're you're headed out. Uh, mm-hmm. let's see. Yeah, because my mantra is I have my seeing stone, and I was going to use the river. Sure, I like that. Um, and. Uh, So it's overreaching by two. 
because I've got instant um, duration and scale. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. So you're spending mana on the Paradox. Uh, how many is it? Two. Two. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'll spend two. Okay. I'm half full mana, so. Two successes. <laughs> Finally, it works Terrible. in my direction. So, yes. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your yeah, wisdom roll. there. Eight. Two, Two successes. successes. All right. All right. Still no abyssal um, conditions. The, uh, the, the wounds I had before were gone, right? Because they're only. They were two days. Bashing. You, uh, well, yeah, the small bashing stuff, yeah, is 15 minutes. Uh, so that's gone during a walk. Um, and then your lethal damage would have been over two days, which yeah, would that have been was over the two weeks. Back. Right. Yeah. So you should okay. be fine. So, yeah. Just have two, two bashing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Basically, I'm going to take my little seeing stone and just sort of like dip it in the water and then hold it up to you to look through. <laughs> and now you see. <laughs> As the spell goes off, yeah, now, notably. You don't need to look, keep looking through the stone, but. Um, now, what do ley lines look for Isabel? Game trails, probably. Sure. Well trodden, like worn down. Um, well, maybe like an ethereal sort of. Well, especially because oh, yeah. in I this mean, case they're moving yeah. along this it's river. It's in the water. Yeah. 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 But yeah. No, there's like various different like hoof and paw prints like in the surface of the river. I like it. Like, I found it. Found. What? Found a river. I don't know. Um, it keeps going. Okay. And then it goes somewhere else that I couldn't get to on my own. Would okay. you like to go with me? Well, it's more that I didn't have a lantern. I brought supplies and showed my light. All right. Oh. How are you with caves? This is where we find out that Isabel is claustrophobic. Caves? This turns eventually outside town. I mean, you can can probably point at it. Yeah. We're going to start walking. Okay. Lead the way. Alright. And then behind her back, spirit. (laughs) Yeah, which, like, man, this is crazy how this lines up and overlaps this stuff, like, perfectly. I know spirit doesn't by itself see ley lines and stuff like that, but I'm sure with that made so. So you can see resonance and stuff like that. Right, and with that kind of labeled, you know, on top, it's like, oh, Oh, this is this is something like significant. You know, I, I feel mm-hmm. like the ley lines take on a different vibe with the with the spirit uh, sight on. Um, and so, yeah, you guys, you know, make this. Is there a spirit nearby? Um, I mean, you see the river, the river um, and I think actually, especially when you two had you know made your way down closer to the river, it showed up and has been shark esque uh, stalking you. I'm moving down in the water. 
I'm just walking ahead, like, springing my step, not quite skipping, because I'm excited. I'm excited as well. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, you guys make not your- let, <laughs> Hopefully not going to let anything come to harm of uh, Gisela, but I'm intrigued by what the spirit is doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you guys kind of, you know, make small talk, you know, I don't know if there's any specific things that you guys, you know, bring up or chat about, but um, like I said, it's, you know, it's a, an, what is it, a two hour walk or something like that. I said three miles, so yeah. like an hour. Yeah. Um, and, you know, make your way to that inlet or inlet, whatever, a little offshoot. And, you know, as it heads down into the cave, um, and you can see the spirit is, you know, chilling and moving and continues with the rest of the room. Like, and kind of moves back and forth and stuff like that. Is is very closely watching you. Um, I imagine at this point, like, there's talk around the court, even if, like, you know, Isabel isn't really part of it. You know, people are talking about that weird human who like can mm-hmm. speak to us and see us and you know it's like okay yeah we recognize you we watch you what are, what are you doing down here at the river and you know is you know more than happy to if you come in it'll definitely you know have dinner with you mm-hmm. <laughs> um now that i see that there's like a bucking mostly underwater cave that Gisela wants us to go into mm-hmm. I'm gonna call out to the spirit <laughs> um, so yeah yeah. go ahead and spend the mana on it uh, you know same it, I love it because it works the same way Death does um, to uh, to be able to it's the same ability to yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of doing exorcist eye um, and uh, I'm trying to find... Well, yeah, who am I kidding? It's like, I know what the spirit's name is. Uh, but... Purgatoire. Yeah. Huh? Purgatoire. Yeah. Uh, it goes by many names, but yeah, it's all the same. Uh, it, no river by any other name. There you go. Uh, and it kind of leans its head up, and it's very, like, classic, you know mermaid kind of thing of the the arms come up and it leans up on the river bank and stuff like that and you know this bubbly and yeah it's it's very sultry welcoming voice uh, especially mm-hmm. compared to Alphoth who is you know very full of himself and you know oh yes dear hello hello it's um well my name is Isabel. I know. Well, it is I nice to meet watching. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, Gisela has Isabel half just like of this conversation. to the river. Well, because yeah, Gisela just... doesn't see any of this. Right. No, I, I just see you talking to nothing. So, I mean, I assume. Me, like, talking to the river. Yep. Yeah. I'm, like bowing. Like... <laughs> I am pleased to have finally made your acquaintance. Likewise. I've heard so much about you. Hopefully good. Interesting. Very well. Um, I was hoping to ask a favor. Since yeah. this is your domain. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend and I are exploring. Mm-hmm. Learning. Yes. And it, it seems that there is something interesting in this cave over here. Oh. Is there? As far as our eyes can tell, yes. Oh, interesting. I was hoping if I might beseech your aid in um, not drowning us. I don't understand. Well, you are aware that humans need to breathe air? I've heard that. Well, your seems, waters, though that, they are seems terribly inconvenient. <laughs> lovely and life-sustaining in other ways, uh, Ooh, would do us harm. Would do us much <laughs> harm were they to fill our lungs. Oh, yes, I'm aware. So, could you stimmy them, redirect them perhaps, to allow us to venture into the cave? And, like, sidles up, you know, farther up towards that little inlet, or the little offshoot, mm-hmm. and kind of is just, you know, runs her fingers through it. You know, and, like, this little thing is, you know, yay wide, but of course, because right. it's in that mouth opening, it's going to be a significant problem. Um, right. And she says, what, all this little trickle? This is a problem? Oh, we don't know. We don't know what's below. She kind of like lifts her body up and it's it's very, you know, draw me like one mm-hmm. of your French girls, Jack. Right. Yep. And well, something is below there. You sure you want to go down in there instead of staying with me? Can I always come back. Hmm. Well, let's make a deal. Your, your aid is actually explicit to help us in coming back. Getting down there, I don't think would be a problem. <laughs> uh, let's make a deal. I stop a little of this water going down. And when you all come up, you spend the night with me. All night. I can see the wheels turning because Chris doesn't <laughs> have enough life magic to make this work. <laughs> yeah. If that is what you ask. Yeah. Yeah, both of you can be my guests for the night. Oh, well. Allow me to further along your offer. Um, Gisa, we are being asked to um, spend the evening with our um, hostess in return for sort of increased safety of our passage into your little hidey hole that you've discovered. What does that mean? Spend the night. I don't know. It sounds fine. <laughs> in the river? 
This sounds like the uwu that uh, Melton was mentioning earlier. <laughs> Camping on the shore overnight. Sure. That's fair. She makes a good point. My lady, what exactly did you have in um, mind? Oh, well, I think you all call it a swim, right? All night? Um, yes. That would kill us. I don't know I that we'd be up to the task. You just have to be in the water. You don't have to be underneath it. I mean, we could sit on the shore and dangle our feet in and chat. Um, Ash, would you be so kind, because I know this is your purview, um, go ahead and make a bit of a int plus a cult roll. <laughs> before necessarily... Before Isabel <laughs> makes a fairy deal for you. Right. <laughs> I was like, let's, let's just be very careful in what we say here. Nope. Nope. Oh, Sounds no. great. Oh no. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the idea of loopholes and stuff like that and maybe mm-hmm. being careful about what you say. She's like, oh, no, not you can't just dangle your feet in the water. You have to come swim with me. I love chat. Excellent decisions tonight. Yep. All around. <laughs> All around. And we haven't even got into the weird ones. That's right. It's going to be some, some bad, bad choices. Um... I'm going to counter-offer just me. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely give me a give me a roll on that. Yeah. Ooh. But first, and uh, I'd like to use my sympathetic merit. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of a lot of work out of that. Um, it's so good. It's two free doors. I know, right? Free. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, and Ash, what are you rolling here? Uh, a divination. Oh, okay. Yeah, so while you're over here talking, I'm going to shuffle cards, pull card, card deck, and flip one. And I have the reach for instant and for the complicated question. Okay. Uh, we only have to do one uh, paradox because you have Gnosis 2. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens there. So, yep, go ahead. Oh, you're four dice. I'm going to kind of talk shit about Gisela a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like she's not that interesting, and plus she wouldn't be able to see you. So like, <laughs> I mean, how much of a good company should, could she be? I like you that. Know? And you, it could just be the two of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am. I have drawn my my one card. The question I was reaching for is um, like, what will happen? Like, like if you spend the night here, what's going to happen to you? You would drown. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm just gonna like shuffle my card back in, put it in my pocket, and be like, I don't think this is a good idea. I know. <laughs> uh, but yes, with that with that roll, yes, uh, she goes okay. That's fine. Just you, just you and I. Besides, she's. Yeah, she really isn't that interesting. She's pretty and all, but she doesn't understand me the way you do. She doesn't play the game like we do. Sure. I mean, like, her whole shtick is a lot of what Isabel does for her job, so. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very true. 
Uh, so, okay. Is it a deal then? I don't see why not. Okay. Um, I don't think you should say yes. <laughs> Tonight is a night for bad decisions. Uh, cool. Um, and so, yeah, there's no shaking on it. There's just a smile and the you watch as the water kind of just continues flowing, but no new water adds to the, uh, to the flow. And soon, and there's just this, like, if anybody else were to see it, it'd be like, huh, that's kind of weird, because it just kind of bubbles up and just kind of and flows and joins back into the rest of the river. But yeah, after a little bit, it's, you know, muddy still um, and rocky, but yeah, it's, you know, no more water flowing down there. Okay, well, I'm going to light my lantern. It's like, well, I hope you don't die. <laughs> but in the meantime, and, we have a cave to explore. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to go down into the cave. Yep. Your um, lantern? Mm-hmm. I might have a better idea than that. <laughs> okay. Everybody who's ever played D&D, especially 5th edition. I have dark vision! <laughs> I have dark vision. I can see! You said well, it's a dark actually, It's a 60 feet. We, we make that joke. However, <laughs> we still need to see if you actually can cast the spell. Wait, it's forces one. Night vision. Does exactly what it says on the tin, plus some. Forces one is just really good for like any sort of There's, outdoorsy mm-hmm. thing. Forces one and two are very good. Space like, one and two would like to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, just like controlling yeah. the weather so that you never like exposed to the elements and see in the dark. It's super handy, and then the yeah tune in, zoom vision. Yep. Matter one says you never get wet in a rainstorm. You know, fate one says Turns you're never mag- never late to meetings. Turns out magic is impressive. Yeah. Magic is good, yeah. Except for fate, fuck fate. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, two overreach. Are we spending mana? I think I know the answer, but yeah. One success. Please roll your wisdom. It's not been reduced. Cool. So take a bashing wound and then roll that one, two, zero, uh, six dice, please. Wom. Actually, it's more of the splinter sound. Whee! As the goggles come down. Yeah, and especially because there is no pop culture reference for you all to make. And just all of a sudden... I think the, the... The approach for Isabel is to make us more like a nocturnal predator. It's coming from forces, but it's got that sort of life. Mm, the Imago. Sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, I like that. Uh, and chat asking, does Isabel even like, know um, about the shadow? Not really. <laughs> There's a gauntlet, but what's on the other side? <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't been is over it, there yet. Nope. Making looking in the dark, like looking through um, when the full moon's out at night. Mm-hmm. Like it's dark, but you can see. Yep, right. that's exactly my thought. 
It was just that really wide-eyed, uh, wide pupil yeah. kind of just pulling in all the light, which technically is what night vision does anyways. But right. it also looked like your eyes have a tapital lucidum. Ooh, yeah. That would make sense. Little night sight, little reflective mm-hmm. thing with... Oh, uh, the reflective bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so crawling down... Uh, and like I said, for the most part, you can get by on all fours um, as you guys crawl down into this, you know, kind of cave. But there are a couple spots where, you know, especially with your supplies, you actually have to push ahead and you're on your bellies. Like this is, you know, glad you wore your, you know, more frontiersy outfit and not your nice dress kind of, you know, vibe a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely get down in and definitely some spots where it's like, oh, yeah totally would have died and actually i would imagine in there you definitely find like the remains of like some frogs Small or critters. yeah um you know little little other things that got stuck but as you kind of make your way in um there is a sudden drop of mm, like four or five feet and it's it's not graceful for anybody because you're pulling yourself out and just slip kind of head first and kind of do into a roll. Do a little otter thing. Splash into, you know, a puddle large thing. And there's water, you know, ankle high um, and seems to be slowly draining out of the the room, which, but it's a, it's a big old cavern. Um, you're definitely, well, the entrance that you're in was clearly the entrance for a lot of this and it seems to have worn through however many years right um and opened you know clearly this wasn't all just from this trickle of water but and it's a large fairly smooth uh stoned room um probably a thousand square feet you know um, it's yeah, uh, I say Big. room, more cavern, uh, yeah. but it doesn't quite have that depth. Um, it's only about six feet high. Some places it's it's, it's a little bit lower, um, and there's you know deformations in the rock and stuff like that. Um, but especially with your you know the night vision on, uh, you can see there's some like animals in here. Um, there's a couple of fish who are very 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 confused about where the water is going. Um, and yeah, sorry guys. Um, follow the water wherever it leads. Maybe you can get out. Um, I'm not bringing with me, right? Albino, oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, albino alligators with little golden horns. No, um, and uh, yeah, but otherwise, you know, uh, physically almost featureless room, um, but with sacred geometry that trail just leads straight forward into more or less the center of the room and comes across parallel to what you know before you'd seen the game trail flow of resonance the the tapestry that meets this uh to use uh gisela's imago almost like a bone needle through earth and they cross at this spot um and it has if ever something had a vibe this is it uh there's no physical sense to it there's nothing there 
but uh, both of you feel the draw, both from uh, sacred geometry, but then also for spirit. This thing has some punch to it, um, and it feels not like a tear, uh, but you know, uh, using the fabric thing. This is a spot where stuff has been stitched together to create an opening. Uh, mm-hmm. It is an opening, but it is it not necessarily. Uh, rent but so much is naturally formed um and for uh for isabel i imagine um you know you have that the game trail that runs parallel to this and perhaps pulling on some like more hunter vibes uh this kind of aggressive um very physical very um I'll use the term violent, but it doesn't necessarily have the negative connotations that necessarily go with that. Uh, but, you know, a, a kind of um, physical aspect of, you know, uh, the raw physicality, strength, you know, and stuff like that all kind of done done together. Almost predation, perhaps, uh, from her perspective. Um, they meet up together at this spot in the middle of this absolutely dark room. Um, there's a couple other spots uh, down, you know, that the river also seems to flow into. Um, and it's still trickling water in a little bit. And some of the reason you have the ankle deep stuff and then kind of farther away, you have a space where it's a it's a tall crack in the in the wall that leads elsewhere and until you guys manage to get you know kind of paper wide thin itty bitty bodies there, there's no fitting through that and you have quite a few fish who are very upset at this itty bitty little crack sorry guys well better yep sorry fish okay um well scrutinize sure it's just like a thing what in the world yeah you found yep I don't know. But it's cool, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and I think that's a good place to take a break. Uh, we'll come back to Jean-Paul going into his Oniros, and then we'll c- circle back around and see if Theo, does Theo make it back home? Do they figure out if it's a Locus or a Hallow or both? It's both. Um, <laughs> you know, surprise. If you if you played surprise. bass, it should be recognizable. Surprise. Yeah. Um, but do they figure out what it is um, and what they can do with it and how dangerous this could be? Uh, especially since, again, as Chris has mentioned before, uh, there's no werewolves, guys. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll be right. Did they forget to tie the rope? Uh, it's only a six foot drop. It's not a big deal. Uh, they might have to do some boosties or something like that, but then get out. Some boosties. Yep. Uh, do use a little fate. Made a little fate. Yeah. So you don't slip. Slip crack your head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, Twitch guys, go get something to drink. Go to the bathroom. Hug your hug your loved ones. Pet a dog. Pet a cat. Whatever animal pet friend that you have. It's cool. Um, and uh, we'll be right back. We return back to the graveyard where Theo is not looking great. Nope, not feeling great either. Mm-mm. Um, you first saw us home. Sure. So she's going to start staggering her way home. Okay. Um, 
a note. 15 minutes later, the bashing is healed up? Uh, one bashing wound is healed up, yes. Um, so a, that removes her penalty. Oh, that's good. Uh, a quick note before she does trundle off. While you turned off your main sight, you could turn your main sight on and see ghosts and be basically unable to be touched by them. And you could target them with spells. Mm-hmm. Or rip that man out. Mm-hmm. Uh, notably, I bring this up because this is one of those moments where, uh, you know, <laughs> you, Theo can set the precedent of I'm the necromancer here. I'm the boss. And that's good. Yep. Um, I, in line. I don't know that that would occur to her. Sure. And that's fine. It was just more bringing it up to Craig and Craig can decide what Theo can What? There is no way that she can let Catherine see her like this. Oh, yeah. So I know in a, in a corpse is just an object. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and I can just great. shift things around and objects. Objects are just, it's just a state changer thing. Um, thinking, can I do something like that with the necrotic damage I've taken that's making me look like a withered creature now. Interesting. I will tell Craig, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, but... I would... Craig would counter, actually, with Corpse Mask. I can make what what's looks like terrible wounds on me look like bruises and contusions. Uh, let's see here. Does this allow you to do this to a living thing? Uh, because that yeah. is, that is the, the reach. Issue. One reach. Yep. On Corpse Mask? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yes. Okay, on a living subject. I skipped that particular reach function. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to do that because I don't want to alarm Catherine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drop your ghost shield and just cast this. Yep. Are you going to take both reaches so that you can completely disguise the injuries? Or are you just going to make the injuries look like something other than what they were? Uh, I don't think you need both reaches. Just the first. No, just the one. Oh, really? Yeah. It says you can with change the first one. Corpse's says, appearance. It says you alter the appearance of the injuries, but not that you make the injuries disappear. Right. And I, I would probably stand by. You can't even make them disappear. Like they're still there. Uh, you know, it, to hide them completely would be definitely like a death thing. All you're doing is messing with the injuries side mm-hmm. of things. And so. The second reach doesn't say anything about the injuries. It just talks about changing the corpse's appearance. Right. Yeah, I can yeah, change the corpse that... into whatever I want it to be. Right, and and I get where 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 you're coming from, Ralph. Of like, yeah, I just changed the appearance entirely, and yes, to hide them. Exactly. I get that. <laughs> but... To reach, and if you can change the apparent age and sex of someone, it I can it, see it, it where you would be unreasonable from my perspective. <laughs> if someone adjudicated that you could. Eliminate the injuries from appearance. Right, but I can't. I can't eliminate the effect the of damage. injuries on me. Yeah. Oh, of so course. If not. I look like no. I'm completely uninjured, but I'm still staggering around a lot. Yeah, that's that's strange. And so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna change the wounds so they don't look like they're like near death wounds. <laughs> they're just bruises <laughs> and contusions. You fell down the <laughs> stairs at work. Well, yeah, I slipped in the creek or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. In the dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. If- Chad is asking, I thought we were going to cloak than Theo. Well, 
Uh, Theo is supposed to be at Cloak's uh, soul dive, so we need to resolve and figure out where Theo is first. Mm -hmm. Thank you for checking in, though. Um, yeah, so I got this well queued up, uh, minus two, so I get the full day. Okay. I'm paying for advanced duration in the reach and then an instant cast. Uh, I don't it's, it's a duration spell, and you have death three, so you oh. are already at a... You're right. So uh, you have a, you're at a week. Um, so I'm rolling five dice. Cool. And let me throw the reach at you because you've dropped Ghost Shield. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, here's another passion wound for you, Craig. <laughs> Unless, of course, you don't. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So go ahead and roll your yeah five dice. Wait, six dice. Five. Four plus two, right. six. Right, but now I'm bashing one, so it's five. Oh, because you're wound penalty. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Three successes. I'll take it. Cool. Yeah. So what? What do you? The, the, the necrosis of your leg now becomes. Um, that like I slipped and fell, so maybe a, a minor gash and some abrasions and contusions and stuff like that. But it look, I wanted to make it look like I just slipped. The, and that's the, the very I, I threw myself over the handlebars of my bike, Mom. It's like I this sucks, but I'm not like deathly injured. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, cool. And yeah, so you roll into Theo's camp. Uh, yeah, looking looking beat up, had to tumble down a hill. Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Catherine quickly jumps into like mom mode, uh, and it's like, okay, hang on, sit down, uh, and you know. Fortunately, and also negatively, you don't have any actine um, uh, uh, to spray on all the cuts and make it suck worse. But on the same time, uh, ooh, uh, yeah, we got to make sure that these don't get pour infected. Pour alcohol on them. Yep. Um, but I do have holistic awareness. Oh, uh-huh. And uh, I have a supply of herbs and things like that. So yep. I would like to spend some time with Catherine's help treating myself. Absolutely. I forgot you had that. Please, can you read the whole merit if you have that handy? Oh, you're going to make me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. This is your merit. If you were to put it in, in Conca, then maybe somebody would add a detail like Kyle. <laughs> Page references. But yeah, if I remember correctly, it basically lets you uh, perform medicine stuff without necessarily having surgery stuff. I just yeah, I Googled, like, Mage 2E in the name of the Merit, and then pull up the ones I need yep. that aren't in my basebook. Um, and here is the details. Sometimes there's a risk there because there are writers at the beginning of some sections that preclude you from taking some. Like with supernatural merits in particular. Right. There are a bunch of them where you can't take it and it doesn't say it in the merit. It says it right before it section. Oh, it says unless right the beginning. patient suffers on bashing wound penalties. Wound penalties. Because I'm all... You don't, you're not suffering lethal wound penalties. You're merely suffering lethal wounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, you don't have enough lethal to take you all the way over there. Yep. So you're good. Okay. A poultice can't, can't heal your chopped off arm. Right. Yes. Yep. yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, no, Wits and Survival to gather necessary supplies, uh, so I'm not even going to have you do that. Um, I'm just going to have you roll 
I believe it's simply wits plus medicine, but let me double check real quick. Healing. It's not there. That's fine. That's why I have Chronicles of Darkness core book. Because considering how many lethal uh, you've taken, I do want to make sure that we do this properly. Oh, it would help if I'm not in the God Machine Chronicle part of this. Sources of harm. Oh, do you really not have just a little healing section? I could have sworn. Uh, yeah, there's a brief reference to it in Mage 2 ebook, and I think there is one as well in um, Chronicles of Darkness. I think it downgrades lethal to bashing. That is what I was remembering too, and I'm trying to see. And anybody in chat, of course, would be helpful if people know exactly where that reference is. Come on, nerds, help me out. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, uh, you guys basically have some time together uh, to get stuff fixed up, healed up, and uh, medicine skill 96. there right before you said that. Uh, let's see here. In the field or ER, it is dexterity plus medicine. Uh, and take a mm, plus two with uh, uh, Catherine Silk. Let's see. Cool. So that downgrades one lethal to bashing? Um, let's see here. I'm reading over real quick. Um, read the third paragraph. I mean, you might need to make an exception here, mm -hmm. but it suggests it's an extended action. It's around the clock care to do that. Right. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So basically that's going to heal, uh, the bashing wound initially, but yeah, if you're basically, well, that would be healed on its own by the time I got back. Right. Uh, yeah, we said that one was already gone. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, this might be uh, based on this long-term care. The interval is okay. one hour. Um, so uh, we can actually make that intelligence plus medicine um, and each uh, lethal wound would then be, uh, start uh, downgrading to bashing. Okay. So need five successes. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's four. How many total do you have? Four. Cool. So that's four successes. Well, we'll count that first one in there too. Uh, okay. Just to speed things along, especially since basically you're rolling dexterity and medicine, which was less than your intelligence. So that's one lethal wound down, um, and you can keep going for another hour and you know kind of work with Catherine to see how long, or you can be like, okay, that's good enough for now, or however you'd like to do it. Um, I got a little bit of time, so I'll. I'll Sure. So another hour. Sure. I'm going to be a same roll. Okay. I rolled it. Oof. There it is. Nope. nope. Okay. Now that so I have to do. Another two hours. Yeah, and that's the, that's the same thing. You can, you know, kind of limp around a little bit and, you know, uh, 
you know, check in later with Catherine and, and spend spend an hour of changing your band, uh, you know, changing changing your band aids, uh, you know, get some boo boo kisses, stuff like that. Uh, right. We all know how well those work. Cool. Uh, but it does take us then uh, overnight. Go ahead and get a willpower back because uh, I believe you were close to out. Yeah, I was dead empty. Yep. So get that other willpower back to kind of feel a little bit better. And um, uh, how do we how do we pick up with uh, Theo and uh, Jean Paul preparing for this soul dive? Um, I think she's going to be there at midnight. I think it was the plan. Gotcha. That was the plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, so actually, let me retcon that slightly. So that night, the fourteenth, before or yeah. Okay, cool. So you don't get the willpower back. Okay. Because uh, you didn't have your overnight rest. But yeah, so yeah, that's fine. check in with Catherine, get uh, get your uh, you know wounds bandaged up, and then make your way out, uh, pack up. Which Catherine is, is kind of like, hang on, are you like, really? Uh, I, I think... I, there, I th- I, go ahead. If the card I'm playing is that they're building a... He asked me for this favor, and they're building us a homestead. She nods. She's like, okay. So he's expecting you tonight? Yeah. Okay. You're going to stay here until he comes and picks you up. Okay. Because I don't want you walking out there in the dark, you know, because uh, I'm imagining Theo does a lot of this stuff just, you know, without a lantern or anything like that. Yeah. So she's like, you you, you can go if Jean-Paul comes and is able to keep an eye on you. I'm I'm trusting him with you, but I'm not going to let I don't I'm not going to trust you with you right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's that's probably a good idea. <laughs> the way you just came home, me. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> because uh, I believe, and because we talked about it a little bit, like if Theo had fallen unconscious in the graveyard, Cloak would have, uh, John Paul would have come to find her. So eventually Absolutely. comes down to find her at the wagon. And Catherine pulls you to the side and she's like, okay. you know, Mr. Broussard, we haven't had a lot of talk together, but you and my Theo. Um, Theo are getting along, you know, well, and I appreciate that. And I understand that you are doing this in exchange for building us a house. And, and like, I greatly appreciate that and grabs like your, your arms at like the elbows, this kind of mm-hmm. half pulled in close thing. She says, but if you let anything happen to my Theo, I'm going to burn that barracks of yours down. <laughs> Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul, um, he pauses, right? Mm-hmm. And then looks her in the eyes and smiles as um, sincerely as he can. As I'm sure Catherine is smiling too, but yeah. And, mm-hmm. and he says that um, if anything happens to Madame Stokes while she is with me, I certainly won't be alive for you to punish afterwards. And like... Damn right. Uh, (laughs) John Paul and Yudo kind of goes and gets Theo and helps Theo up and like make sure that you've got her. (laughs) And then, Mm -hmm. and then like goes back and like you, and yeah, once Theo starts walking off, you know, like you you definitely know she's, she's going to be up all night until you get back. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So as, as we move away, Cloak, you know, abandons the, the pleasantries or the, the, the mood he was um, evoking for Catherine's benefit and um, asked Theo bluntly how did you sustain your injuries? Um, 
Can I, can I suppress a spell without dropping it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Not unless you're an Archmaster. <laughs> um, I uh, had a... I was uh, exploring the ghosts in the graveyard. And uh, one of them took exception to my investigations. Why did you allow it to harm you? Um, I was trying to help it, actually. I didn't... I thought that if I had gave it a semblance of sentience, that it, this is all kind of complicated. Mostly they're just... They're not even communicative. They're just mindlessly going through whatever activity they're locked in. Hmm. But I saw one that was able to communicate coherently. I thought maybe if I made one of the weaker ones patterns closer towards that other one, that it would be able to communicate. And it was able to communicate, but um, it was very aggressive. Hmm. Did you kill it? Uh, no, not yet. But it tried to kill you. <laughs> not yet. It definitely, definitely tried to kill me, but I thought it better to get out of that situation. When do you want to kill it? Um, after I've healed up, my wounds may not look very bad, but it took a lot out of me. Why have you not healed them? Well, that's not within my ability. To well, do. there's pattern restoration, but right. Um, I showed you how to do it. Yes, but my pattern is a little uh, drained at the moment. Why don't you take it from me? Uh, because I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, you're an ally and a companion. I don't want to cause you injury. It's not a, a gentle process. I think I know how to do it. I think I can, but I I wouldn't want to inflict injury on someone else because of mistakes I made. Why would it injure me? Um, well, when you draw mana from your own pattern, it, like it leaves a wound or an injury behind Hmm. Um, but that's just basically you shifting it around within your own pattern ripping it out entirely is is a whole other thing I think hmm. I haven't tried it yet but will you be better if you do this to me I think it would do more harm to you than the benefit I would gain from it hmm. or rather I would have to do significantly more harm for you in order for me to be able to benefit from it. Hmm. If you can think of a way for it to be an equivalent exchange, I'm willing and ready. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I'll have to give it some thought and find somebody I really don't like in the town and do some experiments first. Or maybe that goes. I... <laughs> Ike, who's done absolutely nothing to any of you except talk some shit. Uh, to be a jerk. He's yeah. still a person. He's still a person. Yep. I'm going to repeat what I said in Blades in the Dark. People Everyone's people. a person. Yep. Uh, Ghosts do have a pattern, and maybe I can wrest some mana from their pattern. Just saying, talk about someone would... in town you don't like. <laughs> I, I think it would be just desserts. Pay it back. If it attempted to kill you, even if you wait before you exercise your right to self-defense, it is still self-defense in my mind. There's an argument there. <laughs> That's how cloak functions. 
it's not so clear in my head. Hmm. I'm not sure how responsible they are for their actions. Ah. But you said that they were able to think when they did this to you. But I don't know that maybe I didn't give it enough. Maybe I didn't give it the right stuff. Um, that I just made it more powerful and aware, but still trapped in its existence. Mm. Like there's a ghost there that just endlessly hammers its fist against its headstone. Mm. And that's all it is able to do. And if I try and interrupt that, well, when I've done so in the past, they get very aggressive because I've broken the pattern. And sometimes when you break people's expectations, they react violently. Well, and specifically just to true. little little thing, they tend mm. to try and drag you into whatever it is. So, so some mm. of them, you know, are just super melancholy and aren't necessarily physically violent, but yeah. So I'm I'm still learning about all this, but I don't know how responsible they are for their behavior. Hmm. I might be able to help you understand that. Mm. If you can transform a ghost into the point where it has a functioning mind. I can help you gain insight into its mind. I would be interested to know if they have a mind, actually. Maybe they don't. I just assume that anything that makes choices has a mind. But there's a difference between a mind and a... She says a supernal word for mind. Hmm, okay. Indeed. there might be. There might be. We can't all be a an ideal. Perhaps there's a spectrum or there's a fixed threshold past which things have real minds that we can't understand. Well, next time we go to the graveyard, I may bring you along with me if you're interested. I am quite interested. I think that's... Especially based on what I said to Catherine, if you are likely to suffer harm again. Oh, I'll be much more careful this time. <laughs> I think that's when we make it to the mine. Yeah. <laughs> man, I, Craig, Ralph, I love you guys, but hang on, we got we got to pause the nerding out occasionally. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but no, that's very good. And also, Noctal putting in a really good one that touches both the Mastigos and Moros in me. What happens if you summon the Goetia out of the mind of a ghost? Ooh, that's a great question. That's an obsession for you. Ooh, yeah. Even Chris seems slightly. Oh, never mind. No, Chris is out. <laughs> so no interest. <laughs> I'll do this. Uh, so we pick up. Um, I imagine you guys are heading to the mine for the the sacred place, the the, uh, mm-hmm. the meditation room. Yes. And uh, uh, this time, I guess Theo is not going to be meditating. Is just going to be like mage side on. What the fuck is going on? Mode. Yeah. Any any insights she can gather from her own abilities as Cloak's perspective. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't know for sure, you know, what death can tell her. Mm-hmm. He just knows that she has an interest in this stuff and has most keen has most, the greatest um, experience of the group at this point. Yeah, especially right? with souls, so, yeah. Yes, exactly, so. Cool. Might be relevant. Um, I'm not going to make you roll resolve plus right. be but resolve plus composure plus what umpteen billion dice because I mean this this is this is what John Paul does meditation mm-hmm. is at this point probably second nature um, but uh, <laughs> sorry Chris Chris, Chris call, call, uh, calling up some shit in, in <laughs> chat here 
Only five acceptable arcana. Matter, life, space, uh, excuse me, spirit, forces, and prime. All others go straight to what jail. What do you think about this? Acanthoi and Mastigoi go straight to jail. <laughs> yep, yep. You, you interpreted everything correctly. And Moros barely get to show up. Uh, anyways, uh, yes. You're on thin fucking ice. Better use your matter to solve that problem. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, that's a hilarious pun. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so um, for for Theo, uh, Mage Sight to obviously uh, watch what is happening. But uh, do you take any other actions to like prepare for observation? Um, I kind of want to. Sh- I think I want to scrutinize what's happening to his soul when he does that. Right. And that's kind of what I figured you'd, you'd end up doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cloak, before he enters, also says, do you want to see what is happening while I'm in there? Oh. If you can do that, I'd be interested. Telepathy. I, but I also don't want to intrude. It seems very personal. It will be personal, but I did invite you here. I don't think you witnessing what happens will make me feel any different about the experience. But it might make... However, it might make you feel different about me. Well, I think you're... Is it the Loa? I'm sorry, I don't... Your Metet. Your Metet may have a different opinion. That's true. Hmm. Yours did, it seemed. Definitely. All right, fair enough. In the interest Um, of caution... And if this is your first time meeting your Metet, perhaps that should be done without observation. Yes, let's do that. Okay. So, you might have less information, but we'll do what we can. I will be uh, examining your soul while that's going on, if that's okay. Yes, I am hopeful we will gain insight from this process. Okay. These nerds. I can't leave them alone in a room. The, the other two that go off in an adventure and go into a cave, these two, we're going to sit together and we're going to stare at your soul while you go into your soul. So come on. No. Um, I'm, I'm so so psyched for this. Um, so, uh, yes, as we begin the meditation, um, and mm-hmm. yes. I'm going to spin a willpower. Oh, thank you. Activate astral depth. Right. I forgot. Thank you. Uh um, Happy to stay above board and everything. That uh, is that Ash. That allows uh, Jean Paul can meditate into the astral anywhere. Doesn't need a soul stone to create a domain. Doesn't need a hallow. Just anywhere. It's also a thing Drifter had because technically it means that I just need to meditate. Now I can pull stuff out of the Temenos. Yep. It's awesome. <laughs> hey, you let me do it, so I appreciate it. Uh, yep. Says it on the tin. Uh, cool. So, Conca locations. Jean Paul Soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, so actually, uh, let, uh, let, let's get a little fluffy first. What does the the step onto the astral path actually look like? Because before everything was this meditation and just closing eyes and having this lucid dream, but this is this is Jean Paul taking that step farther and actually stepping onto this path. What does it feel yeah. like? What does it look like? So in his mind, he wants to return to... Oh, where would he start? What anchors his soul in his mind? Uh, there's a lot of aspects of Haiti, of course, that influence it. So I'm trying to think of one location. 
the last time he was ever really able to feel anything like this, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, in the probably in the hold or the refuge of the cult. Mm-hmm. Well, that led by his mentor. Go ahead. Uh, I, I mean, more specifically, and because and I know you've seen the Rookery. Hey, you guys, go watch the Rookery if you want to go watch 168 episodes. Check it out, folks. Uh, but um, the the because, uh, like, for instance, Atratus kind of shrunk down within herself. Um, you know, uh, Weird stepped up and stepped into this brambles and thorns. You know, those mm. that 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 that's the vibe. The the imago of this. Because uh, I have your uh, your own Eros, your landing, I got that covered. Though, fortunately, we're on cool, the same page. Good. Okay, gotcha. Um, so in Cloak's mind, then, um, he is trying to find the main chain that connects his soul to his mind and traveling like along that. it. And um, it looks like he's dragging himself down it. So in Cloak's mind, of course, journeys are filled with hardship. So in this, um, as he travels along it... His soul is being laid bare. So in his mind, um, he's grasping the links of a chain and pulling himself deep, um, arm over arm, hand over hand. And as he's doing it, his body is getting abraded by barbs on the chains. Yeah. I'm kind of pulling your... In my, in my head, uh, it is... Uh, well, it starts there and then soon becomes... Instead of pulling deeper... Your motion hasn't changed, but now you are coming up and it is hard to breathe and the water is pressing on you. Um, you pull up, grab hold, and pull yourself up onto the dock. Cool. And looking about, you can see, well, it's 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 Haiti. It's, you know, maybe Port-au-Prince, but not quite. Everything's a little bit different it's it's clearly the portions of your memories and some stuff is like doubled up because you don't remember exactly what was there so i'm just going to put that same building there and it's a little little bit jumbled you pull yourself up and what does your astral form look like so cloak's astral form um is getting closer and closer to which after this session i think it's going to be completely you know the shadow name we discussed um, but y- you can, well, I guess the audience would witness this. Um, Cloak's astral form is, um, um, hmm, let's see what we're going to say. Cloak in his left hand is a surprise to him. He's holding um, a knobbed cane. And as he steps up onto the dock, and starts to walk idly along the path, he notices that in this form, um, the limp he used to suffer from has returned. He's wearing um, an open jacket, which reminds him of the duster he used to wear, but it clearly looks like an archaic representation of something a conductor or mm, a presenter would wear maybe has tails yes exactly yeah so definitely looks like it's refined but also custom so it isn't a long tuxedo jacket necessarily but it has a number of those aesthetics it has a big collar that's fluffed up and then on top of his head is a top hat 
And then the the other thing that can that he notices is he's looking around and stuff like that. Despite all those things, um, he is bigger. His presence there, from as far as he can tell, as he looks, as he walks past the dream water, the soul water, the oneerotic water, he, the reflection of him looks much more massive than he he remembers himself being. Mm-hmm. And so he looks uh, dense and resilient. And as though his presence here is more intense than he thought it could be. Sure. I like it. Uh, as you kind of look around, uh, as you mentioned, you know, there are, it, this is a wharf. There, there is signs of life. There are people moving about. You've got, um, you know, people lugging stuff over shoulders. You've got carts. You've got uh, folks uh, hawking wares, for lack of a better term. People are talking about fish, fresh you know, fresh fish. You've got, you know, people, um, you know, standing atop boxes, exclaiming goods that have just, you know, come in from Florida or Mexico. Um, you know, a few, you know, you know, boasting things from, you know, uh, from England or, you know, uh, you know, uh, the Dutch. (laughs) Where am I talking about? Anyways, um, but yeah, there's just this constant flow of people. You've got the salt on the wind. And I don't know that it necessarily feels like home so much mm. as a stopping point, uh, uh, you know, holdover. And you can see these ships, um, you know, small ones, fast ones, uh, well, small ones, fast ones, small ones, large ones, you know, all of which look ready to go and have, you know, captains or um you know some other you know staff calling for people to board all these ships ready to go anywhere everywhere and you have um the their names across the back in you know i imagine all french uh but i'm not going to abuse that language uh you know and you have no worries. bizarre things it's like why would you name a ship regret like that's that sounds like a bad name for a ship. And that one's that one's guilt. Okay, I, no, also not great. Uh, but oh, there's there's one. Um, and oops, crap. One second. I no, I don't want Jean Paul's soul. I want Jean Paul the character. Oh wait, do you, are you in here as Cloak? Crap. He's in there as Jean Paul. Oh, it's the hyphen. That's what got me. Um. But, uh, yes. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I don't have uh, your mentor's name in here. Hmm. Uh, we didn't choose one. Oh, okay. Well, that explains why. Uh, but yes, uh, you have, you know, their name emblazoned on one of the ships. Uh, you have others that are... Um, uh, well, actually, I think you have, you know, one that you know, is literally Purgatory Bluff um, mm. and all these ships. But then also there is this draw, this chain that's drawing you towards into the city itself um, and the things mm. that you can see there. And, you know, they're ways away, but you see these shops that have, you know, the shingle sitting out um, and you can see one that is emblazoned um, that you immediately recognize that says mind. It's just a shop of mind. So what the fuck is in there? Oh. Who knows? Hmm. Interesting. So Cloak wants to get his bearings. 
And although he usually makes really deliberate choices, he's going to ask a question of someone here. So, he's a dock worker, somebody next to one of the ships of regret. Mm -hmm. A regret a guild or something like that. Let's go up to regret. Mm -hmm. He goes up to somebody who's like unloading boxes. And then he's about to ask a question and it surprises him because he's going to ask something directly and assertively, but it doesn't come out of his mouth that way. It comes out of his mouth in, let's say, a more politic manner. And it sounds more pleasant. And it comes out like this. Good afternoon, sir. Might you tell me where this ship is going? The you know the the immediate dock worker just kind of looks at you and like grabs a box and he's like, you know what I'm you know and just walks onto the ship and just kind of you know just doesn't even give you a response, but you know, another man who is you know a little more dressed up you know overhearing looking says yeah it's going to regret what do you want i want to know what regret i might see it's regret there's only one well not one regret but it's regret eagle island <laughs> what do you want like uh, how 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 do, you... how do you live here and not know where regret is i don't live here you sure look like you do. Well, perhaps I was mistaken. Let me ask a different question, which is, if I go to regret, do you think I can also get from there to self-sacrifice? I mean, probably there's a lot of stuff that goes to and from regret. Well then, you have another passenger grab a box uh and like turns in like so suddenly you find yourself a dock worker um and you know, load up no, a right, box cool. and in the way of the astral which i love so much it just narratively and then there's art there's an hour of arduous you know loading some stuff up and the ship takes off meanwhile outside theo you are watching as this you know happens and you're watching his soul and i imagine and feel free to fluff this with with your own imago kind of aspect of it. But there's this, you know, the glowing soul, and especially it's an awakened soul. And it just kind of, instead of this flowing, reaching out kind of aspect and this, you know, soul that can just do anything because it's awakened, all of a sudden just kind of pulls up tight and taut and not necessarily like squeezed, but just inward and you know not necessarily a Taurus but it just kind of flows inward onto itself um, and kind of you know twists as instead of you know facing outward it seems to be facing inward cool that's a definitely a path to explore <laughs> mark that uh, one there, down <laughs> is there some scrutiny I can do to get yeah. a sense of how he's doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, roll a uh, Gnosis plus, well, death, unless you want to throw matter at it, but I don't suggest it. No, yeah, this is totally this whole thing. This is all death. Will Chris ever go into jail if he uses death? Mm-hmm, not true. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking at this, it just, I, I imagine there is this aspect of, like, what, and just, like, it's just flowing right over here. Yep. Yeah. Why does there we go? Sorry, 
I had to update that for Twitch. It didn't want to scroll down. There we go. Uh, but yeah, you know, in that course of a minute, you know, hours of labor passes for Jean-Paul within, um, and the ship takes off and it's smooth sailing, like around not Port-au-Prince. Um, and, but then you hit, you know, storming seas, the ship starts rocking. There's some other actual passengers, high, high and well-to-do, let's be honest, white lords and ladies kind of folks. Yeah, the French. Right. Um, you know, puking over the side, other, you know, sailors laughing at them. You've got this manic captain who's just thrilled to challenge a storm. Um, and as this is all kind of, you know, gusting and blowing, um, I need you to make a... Um, I know this is going to be kind of your thing anyways, but a strength plus uh, stamina roll. All right. Or actually, excuse me, as this is a... Um, uh, we are in the astral. I need you to make a... Uh, uh, Presence plus resistance roll. Uh, power plus resistance, yes. Uh, power, sorry, sorry. Which is either going to be your intelligence or social stats. You cannot use your yeah. physical stats here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, do and merits apply normally, right? As you far just, as I can see, yes. So, like, strength, okay, uh, like your strength performance, if that's what yeah. you're talking about, I'm fine with you using that. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So that gives me one there. And then it is. Yeah. Okay, so that's six successes. Holy moly. Uh, yep. Yeah. So you are, you know, battered by you know the wind and rain and while other people seem to you know be getting you know hit by this and and uh knocked about this storm has it in for you um like it just seems to be hitting you the hardest um Mm -hmm. but you kind of you know make your way through um and in you know again it's the astral so things flow at narrative speed um there's you know crashing you know uh, thunder and lightning crashing uh i was actually kind of hoping that houston was going to help me out here but no apparently don't have any storms tonight uh but just constant rain anyways um and then you find yourselves pulling up to a dock on this misty dark island um the rain is still coming down but now instead of the big impressive like you know storm it's now just to a slow dreary ever-present drizzle um and the dock you know the not the dock the gangplank comes down and stuff starts to unload stuff starts to load and you have a hand on your back that just pushing you out onto the dock um and you find yourself stumbling off the dock and into a room cool Uh, uh before we do that what condition do i get might be relevant oh that's true um <laughs> um i don't hmm <laughs> i don't know because this is more of a physical thing and we, we can use social stats but uh <laughs> i mean it's a physical representation yeah so that's true um i will have to think on that um uh, actually yeah let's let's um it's not quite accurate because triumphant is in reference to like dual arcane but mm-hmm. you know something along those lines of like yo okay this big... do you want to pin it for now and we deal with it later yeah and i mean if you okay. find a 
situation where it's like, ooh, this would be, feel free to you know, throw that at me. You can also be inspired to deal with regret. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dealt with a storm that was thrown at you and, yeah, a little empowered. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going anyways. I like that. Great. Uh, but yeah, you find yourself, uh, you know, stepping down the gangplank and rather than foot landing on you know, the wood of the dock, you find yourself stepping into a room. Uh, mm. You know, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a hovel, but it's a small home. Uh, and you immediately recognize where you're at. You recognize what you were doing that night. Uh, oh, no. And you, you know, recognize the, the other men, I would assume, who are with you. Uh, yeah. And, you know, yeah. No, we don't. We don't have to wear masks for this, you know. We don't. We don't come. You know, we just boldly kick down doors and come for people. All right. What's looking around? Is this the first one he did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured right. after they gave him that option. Yep. All right. So in Cloak's mind, he's he's recalling if I can contribute to the narrative and the history. I um, mean, Cloak's mind, he's recalling that. Um, after, you know, um, uh, independence in Haiti and things being so tough and the imposition of an autocratic regime and these tradings off of, you know, who was in charge and the fact that most of the populace still had to labor under duress to keep the economy going, right? Um, Cloak grew up in in effective slavery, right? Just by his own people. So he reached this point where they gave him a choice and they knew that he was resilient so he could help maintain the status quo or he could keep getting beaten. And so he made for him was an easy choice, which was to join the people imposing this condition on, on everyone else. And so I think this would be the first abduction or beating this is, that he this participated is in. Pushing you forward, that hand that was pushing that you down the gangplank, do and it's like, yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. Okay. So Cloak, and I'll, I'll avoid for the sake of the audience and everyone else, you know, describing in too much detail, but uh, Cloak follows the directions. Um, he hurts someone. Um, he goes up, and um, it doesn't look like he regrets it in the moment. In his mind, he's making a simple choice, and it had to be this way because he couldn't put up with what he was suffering anymore, and he thinks that if this person uh, deserved compassion, then they would join the, the the group that he's a part of as well so yep and walk through that and do does does Jean-Paul try to change this no Jean-Paul realizes that okay this is what's going to happen um, he's going to probably need to get to a point where he interprets his experiences differently um, and he can't hide from them anymore so he can't change what happened in the past and he smiles inwardly because of his conversation with Theo, which really prepared him for this kind of thing, where they went into the memories and he asked certain questions and she's like, look, I can't make it any different, but all I can do is try and do better in the future. And that's what's really inspired him to go on this journey. Um, and yeah, so you walk through um, and, you know, walk away from the door left open, hanging open into I imagine they did most of their work at night, but sometimes gotcha. everyone knew they were coming though, of course. Right. right? So it wasn't clandestine. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, you made a mistake and they're going to come and get you. Right. And when they do just, uh, you know, inflict additional terror on the populace, 
people were aware of it. But yeah, nighttime is always the time for stuff like this. Right. Um, and as you are walking away, you have this kind of out-of-body experience um, as uh, and I don't, I don't know what his proper uh, voodoo name would be but you, mm-hmm. you feel the eyes and I think it's that draw out of your own body and watch yourself walk away oh, and you, yeah. you see, well you feel more than actually see uh, Julio, your mentor you oh, know, okay. watching you know, and, and in my head I, I because I believe we talked about a cane or, or a, a staff, yeah. you know, and just watching as you and the, the rest of the young men will say, right. Walk away and just the, the, the probably disgust and just like, yeah. who are you people? Uh, what, what are you doing? And stuff like that. And, and as, as Jean Paul, as cloak sees this and watching Jean Paul yeah. walk away, um, then the memory kind of shifts and fades and you find yourself like instead of on a wharf you find yourself face down sand and water splashing over your face on a, a shore um, okay. and you see just a little bit farther um, a woman um, you know black Haitian uh, probably has her hair mm-hmm. up tall but you know um, and just walking just very nonchalant across the the sand um, and just like there's a glance back over at you she, she kind of does a slow turn starts walking back towards you and just walks right by you um, you know just kind of looking and there's a you know you know in French uh, you know this, this muttered you getting up Might as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is Cloak still in the guise of a dock worker? Or is he returned to his oh, dream form? Yeah, no, and, and like I said, you you always were. You just found yourself in that role. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, cool, fantastic. But yeah, kind of. So, so he gets up, you know, um, and says, um, "I'll follow your lead." I mean, that's that's. I've been trying that for years, but that doesn't seem to work. But hey, now you're here, and I can just yell in your face. I seem to be caught off guard. Really? Do we know each other? I know you. And I thought you knew me. Book squints and says. And you have definitely never seen this woman ever in your life. He says, my Sure, you can keep calling me that. Is that not the right turn? And I, I think, like, decorum is, like, gone and just kind of reaches over and just thumps you a couple times in the forehead and says, mm-hmm. Sure, but I'm also you. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you got something wrong. Jean-Paul the Infallible has made a mistake. You've made tons of mistakes. Don't let this one get you down. That's not what I mean. Go on. I'm just worried that uh, I might have been in error when I attempted to advise a friend. Ah, perhaps. But 
and I'm worried that that might have put her, the relationship she would have with, uh, I guess, her incarnation of you, um, in jeopardy. Maybe when when you're done, yeah, let's let's and kind of looks up at the sky, which is this wonderful like sapphire blue, and it just kind of peels open. And just you have this moment of Theo of seeing Theo bent over and like just wide eyed watching. Um, I'm doing my best, you know, Craig impression, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, there's no way in hell that Theo actually looks like that right now. But it's that intense, wild eyed. It's the same feeling that you get inside when Jean Paul is obsessed. Uh, okay. But yeah. and because I know people are talking about, oh, every Damon is a sassy asshole. I'm not doing that on this one. <laughs> this one just happens to be way less um, uh, reserved in her emotions compared to Cloak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and she's like, it's it's okay. Have a talk. We're learning this together, you and I. It's terrific. It's also terrifying. Yes. Okay. So is there a term in, and Cloak says my speech, the speech for what you are in my mind? See, this is the fun if thing. If you are me, you know the speech. Right. And we both speak the same speech, and we both have the same vocabulary. So you tell me, what do you call me? Right? Hmm. See, I'm coming up with nothing either. Wouldn't we have learned of this? Wouldn't we have learned of each other? I of you, you of me, when when we went through the... When we walked the path and I signed my name. I mean, I thought we learned everything. But then we're learning all sorts of things. Hmm. Like, this, this couple months in Purgatory Bluff? Let's be honest, yes. this is the best... Well, okay, not the best time we've ever had. But we have learned so much we've learned a lot and and we're learning that this I'm right now and, and, and grabs hold of your shoulders right now learning that we don't know what voodoo really is yes and then of course per cloak right he says we need to ask Papa Legba about that yeah, yeah, we should. And kind of motions at you <laughs> and says, sure, Legba. Is that, is that? Don't ask me. You showed up like this. I thought somebody was doing this to me. No, I can do all sorts of stuff and like w- makes a motion in the air and the the storm comes back. Just what? Uh-huh. And it's, it's you know, just storm. And I just imagine like super fast, like clouds suddenly zoom in overhead. Right. And then they roll <laughs> yeah, right on. Great. She's like, I can do all sorts of stuff down here. But you, no, no, like this, this is, this is, this is you. This is your, and I don't know that she would necessarily use the term, but this is your self-actualized self. Like this is your view of, of you. And I'm, you know, I'm in this body right now, and I come, I'm kind of digging it, but I don't know if I'll keep it. Um, like, this is—we're learning this, and and I mean, are you Legba? Is this, or is is Legba really out there? Like, we've seen, we've seen some things. The things that Isabel has shown us. Actually, hang yes. on. Has yeah, because you've seen you've seen spirits. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. You know, the things we've seen, the other things and, you know, makes a motion and, you know, an imp, you know, from your awakening, you know, just John spy. She's like, we have seen so much, but none of them are lower. Yes. But we've been mounted. We felt something. There was someone else. So they're out there, but they're not out there the way we thought they were. And like you can see the shift is just from manic, you know, excitement to like, oh, my God, this is terrifying. And I'm not yeah. sure what's going on. And so we we need okay. to figure this what, out. What is really getting them? Where is it? How do we reach it? If I am Legba and I know connection. Right. And I am to aid people in getting to the Loa. Right, right. How do I do that? Is there a space other than this? Is there a different level? There, there has to be, right? There, it can't just be us. There, what, what? How do we go from here to the others? And like points out towards the, the uh, towards the ocean, and there's this other island in the distance, and it's got this floating little. Uh, like or a ship rocking of like Isabel mm. over next to it, and then kind of points over, and there's another Gisela looking into a book, and then Theo. It's like <laughs> they're out there, but I don't know how to get there from here. But there has to be something, mm. right? There's a ship, and you know she throws out ship, but it comes out in mage as connection, right? In mm-hmm. in high speech, there there is something. We were told that. Legba knows the way that he and he motions to his leg, you know, Cloak is motioning to his leg, limps because he walks in two worlds. Perhaps we just have to walk. Uh, walk or, uh, and she kind of looks over to the shore and this big, like, massive ship chain is laying there and she goes, or we don't let go of the chain. And we see how deep mm. it goes. We go deeper. I mean, <laughs> something, something, white rabbit. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know. You know, do we have to hold our breath? Um, but if this is our mind, I mean, we, then we don't have to hold our breath. Yes, but but why would we? But deeper, like deeper, takes us where? It's it's. Is it higher? Is it higher? Is it deeper? Is it darker? I don't know. But I want to. What would Legba say? We talk, we learn of Guinea as a place above. Chains are heavy and weigh you down. I mean, do we... But I've always, once I've started, we have, you know, as we have scrutinized, we've learned that, and he used that in lowercase s, as we have scrutinized, we've learned that there are chains that lead people up lead people higher I mean you, you you follow the chain here and follow it upward follow it without letting go um, there there has to be more my mentor said one thing to me before he put me in the room He said, 
that if I always try to solve problems by focusing on what I've known, that I won't be able to get to the point where my life is based on things I need to know. And Cloak said, he reaches, Cloak, Legbo Cloak, reaches out his hand to his daemon and takes the cane. And then taps on the sand and says, If the sea is connection, and he says with a capital C, then the sea must take us where we need to be. And even though I don't know what's down there, we'll see what happens. And he tries to walk along the chain and then just walk into the water. Just walk along the chain. I love that. Um, and yeah, she, you know, like she holds your hand for that minute until you step onto the chain and kind of, you know, steps back and you watches this like very like ramshackle, but kind of cozy little hut just kind of forms up around her as she steps back and like it's it starts to rain again and she just kind of mm. watches you walk good luck come back I'll return <laughs> right uh, meanwhile outside uh, Theo it's been maybe an hour um, and you watch as Theo uh, Theo excuse me um, as Cloak's Jean-Paul's soul starts to like twist and shape and instead of being so formed inward onto itself it seems to kind of relax again um, and kind of reach out uh, the way it had before hmm. can I try <laughs> screen again? yes please do yeah. do it that one yay cool yeah, um, and I definitely feel like this is definitely going to be a, uh, a higher opacity kind of thing, but definitely making some progress along the the, the understanding because you're basically trying to understand this mind to meno stuff from the angle of death, and it's just like this is kind of backwards. It's like studying well, the car to understand the driver. Well, I'm trying to understand what's happening in his soul. Like, is right. he inside his soul or yeah. right? No, I get you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's you know it's like okay, hang on, he was. It was definitely an inward thing, but now it's not, and I don't, I don't know where he's going. And especially like, for the- excuse me, for Theo, there's absolutely no context of even the Temenos, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, where, where the hell is he going? I'm, I don't know, but he's definitely like moving. Yes. I was gonna say studying a car crash to figure out how stoplights work. That's very good. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, but yeah, you're definitely like studying, and I definitely feel like looking at his soul and studying the soul is like a huge thing um i definitely feel like you're also starting to notice it's like ooh, death is really good for noticing a soul and studying some of the marks on it but like there's a lot going on in here because i think this is probably the first time theo has had a chance to actually study somebody's soul at all right yeah okay yeah it's like there's there's more going on here than just death uh, I think you're probably seeing the the other subtle arcana that make it up and realizing, and because what I feel, and the other way to look at it is you're using death and you're feeling, okay, well, this is the mind thing. Oh, the mind thing is doing a lot here. I don't know what, but it's doing a lot. 
while you know the spirit and prime aspects are kind of like sitting back. I feel like I'm missing one. That's oh, awesome. your fate. Yeah, fate. Uh, but yes, uh, you know, cloak walks the chain, and I feel like into the water and just keeps walking, and I. Uh, I believe you need to make a resolve plus composure roll to actually yep. breach this, which again, good mm-hmm. easy one. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It is his thing. And I don't believe this will get any bonuses from your meditative mind, because I think this is a little bit it, different. But it gets all, all resolve composure gets okay. um, plus three. Okay. Once you get the four dots. That's oh, perfect. Yeah. So three successes and just walking the chain, walking the chain. And uh, what is the, the, the forethought I imagine in your mind is probably, is it the Loa? Is it Legba himself? What is what is the thing on your mind? In, in his mind, he's thinking, I don't know what Guinea is. Mm-hmm. So I need to walk along a path that um, I can see until... Um, I get into a place that is pure connection and understanding. Like, Cloak is trying to um, take a journey along a path he witnesses to get to a point where he doesn't know where he is. Sure. And so, going deeper, um, submerging himself below the water, Mm -hmm. right? Because in the mine, he can see the islands. He'd be like, those are places I need to go. And he sees a chain connecting the island he's on further deeper, and he's thinking deep in terms of magnitude mm-hmm. sure not like level right no and i get uh so. now because unfortunately that gives me the general idea of well we're going to land in the temenos <laughs> but oh, okay specific- gotcha. then i'll be more specific i'll be more specific so he's thinking that um he's like well he needs to find connection so yeah he'll try and find like okay. he wants to talk, talk to like that's kind of what i thought cool perfect cool great um oh good uh so we cut back to uh isabel and gisela in the cave um, and we can throw at least our first uh, set of dice at this. Um, are we casting spells? Are we scrutinizing? How are we going to uh, go forward with this? Um, I'm just going to be scrutinizing. Okay. Probably in a lot of ways, like start with Prime, because that's how I found it. Absolutely. And then I don't expect that to work great because I'm still just learning just it, it. Mm-hmm. and then switching to other ones. Okay, but cool. Um, uh, for Prime, this is an opacity one. I do not feel right, like a hallow is all that opaque in terms of when studying with Prime. And what about for uh, for Isabel? And start with studying with uh, with Spirit. Okay. That's your Oh no. Uh, I'm going to try again with the willpower, so it'll be a plus two, right? Uh, yes. What's my opacity? Uh, for spirit, I think it's also probably just the one, like... I feel like these things are so... There we go, three successes. Yeah, I feel like these are so fundamental to those particular arcana that it should just kind of yield. Um, so... What's really fun is because you're studying them from two different directions, we're going to get two very different answers. So oh, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, with Isabel's because it's far more interesting of 
because if I remember correctly, Locus has a gauntlet of zero, right? Yeah. So I imagine putting on the focus mage site and then peering through just this this little you know pull the pull the slit open of the door and look through and see basically this chamber, um, but with one whole huge swath of it just taken out. Can't, I can't see across it. Currently. No, no, no. Literally, uh, we're, we're more figurative. We're being more figurative in terms of your... your oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And basically seeing like this peek through and realizing that there, there's you know, the cavern and then more stuff on the other side and then realizing that that more stuff is not a filter over your eyes and seeing twilight and stuff like that, but there is a whole other fucking world over on that other side. I finally found a weak point in the wall that has surrounded mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and probably for the first time realized how much that what what is on the other side of the wall. Yeah. Right. Or actually <laughs> uh, this spooked the crap out of me. Um, uh, do you think that up until now um Isabel was even aware of the gauntlet. She knew there was some sort of blocking thing. Gotcha. She has not seen or gotten across in any way, shape, or right. form. Cool. Uh, but yeah, like this is a literal weak spot, or in from from my perspective, a door. It is it is a weak point because it is a door is a weak point in a wall, right. but it can just be right. you know pulled open. Uh, meanwhile, oh, and it's also a uh, font of essence too, if I remember correctly, right? Yep. Uh, meanwhile, for you know, Gisela, you're looking at this and recognizing, effectively, pure mana, like this little bubbling fountain of it. It's it's small. Um, it's it's a, it's a two dot hollow. Um, but you know, like it's uh, it is significant in the fact that it is this untouched pure deepness of the earth um you know touched only by water and very few even animals um you know it's untouched by weather and it's just slowly over eons growing just from the flow of water and that's it um and it's i don't know if she would necessarily interpret it that uh, this way but it, it feels like this sacred hallowed place uh, and you know, because of that, it is welling up with uh, with essence. Oh, excuse me, not essence. Well, yes, but also uh, mana. Um, and notably, just from studying it, I feel like you realize that a lot of the water that is currently draining out and is around your feet is like teeming with mana. And Ash is also fighting background sounds. The water. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going to do a stupid thing and scoop the water up in my hands and drink it. Yay! That's a good way to get so many diseases. <laughs> Kids at home, don't do this. Do not drink the cave water. Don't do this. Uh, Fortunately, there isn't yeah. a lot of defecation happening around yeah. here, so it's just a little bit of safer now. Just some fish. Just, just some rotten animals. Yeah. But even the rotten animals, most of that's just going to get blown and you know flushed right. out. 
washed yep. away. But yeah, the water is cold. Uh, what, what, what did you say, Chris? 55 <laughs> degrees? Cave water? Yep. Um, cold, but surprisingly, like, eerily, unnaturally, supernaturally refreshing. refreshing. Um, and then, yeah, you restore a point of mana. Um, and Chris, you've got a spell lined up here. Sure do. But you do. I'm gonna yeah. take me a little, <laughs> little scoop of this essence. Sure. Yeah. I'm just gonna turn to her and be like, the, the water is. Look, look there's all this mana here. What magic? do you mean, mana? There's all this essence here. Yep. Uh, I don't. Oh, and I don't. All right, you keep drinking all the water. I'm gonna use my my magic to grab this. Uh, which does remind me, how much? Uh, how much of a gap do you? Uh, the, how much empty mana you got? If that makes sense. Four. Okay, cool. so, oh, you want to spare three? Grabbing. Awesome. I did. Yep. So uh, yeah, no overreach. So yeah, roll your phone is six eight. Sounds right. <laughs> Chris is back. Yep. <laughs> Sounds right. One is good yep. enough. One is good enough. Um, and with that, you draw in four essence. What? Um, so, uh, this is a, perhaps a good time to talk about this. Um, generally, spirits can only feed off of essence that is themed within their sort of theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is my sort of resonance or theme? Because if this? I remember correctly, you can have multiple resonances on an essence, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I definitely feel like this is you know deep and you know aquatic and underground and dark. Sure. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think unliving is necessarily or sterile is necessarily a thing. Um. Uh. Maybe weaving practice to change the resonance of an essence in my pattern. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's no problem. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, okay. I believe that's like. Because I know you can do it with higher spirit when you just make essence, you can give it whatever resonance. So weaving would make sense uh, to actually okay. just change it, reflavor it. But yeah, I appreciate it. it's like mm, water. And you're going mm, essence is like wait, what are you talking about? I mean, it. I mean, it feels like water. Oh, but like, like, done got my mana, my my mana batteries all wet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and, and that's true because uh, and on on Gisela's side, you can tell that Isabel just cast a spell. Yeah. Is it? What are you getting from it? Essence. I don't know what that is. Spirit. Juice, juice, <laughs> juice. <laughs> Cannon. <laughs> it's like what they eat. How they power themselves. Can but yes, what they that? eat. Uh, a bargaining chip is what I would see it as. Well, if you want mana for doing magic, you can get that too here. I seem to be full. 
trying to figure out how we get back here. Assuming you survive your night with the river. Don't worry about that. Okay. It'll be easy. Sure. Um, but yeah, I want to be able to get back here. Okay. Do you think we could make like a... I mean, how far down do you think we came? The the cave crawl is, you know, 100 feet, but depth-wise... Um, how about a survival check? Ooh, yeah, please. We've got we've got all these dots burning holes yep. in our. Yeah, I can assist. Yeah. Yeah, sounds great. So you guys do cave diving geometry. Wits. Yes. Adds two. Okay. Four six. Cool. By your count, like you're maybe five, six feet below the surface, depending on what's exactly above you. Uh, but directly above you is solid stone. Yeah. I mean, a couple sticks of dynamite <laughs> would accomplish it real quick. And maybe destroy it? Maybe. I don't know. But I'm not going to spend a night in the river every time we want to come down here. Oh, wait, you haven't had your first one yet. Speaking of some dynamite. Oh no. <laughs> Poor Layla. Baby dog. Uh, but regardless, that's actually a good spot for us to pause. You guys can kind of chat about some of this stuff uh, off stream and kind of figure out hey, how do we get out of here? Um, so, abuse me. How do we get we, back? A rope. Oh, yeah. That we definitely tied. Sure. <laughs> so, so, we have a flashback scene. Thanks, Blades of the Dark. Yeah, but yeah, I, because yeah. that was the whole purpose of the rope. So yeah, I imagined you guys had right. prepared yourselves. Uh, but oh. yes, uh, uh, specifically not get out of here, but how to get back. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, as always, thank you all for joining us. Uh, this has been a blast. And also, I get managed to... I, I This is two cliffhangers now. Because we have we have what's going on in the cave and what the hell is going on in John Paul's Oneros. Oops, nope, we're off to the Tamenos now. Going to go meet Papa Legba, but also I look like Papa Legba. Hmm. That's, yeah, what's going on that's that? not uh that's not gonna have any kind of repercussions whatsoever yeah <laughs> uh, so yes very good stuff um, thank you all for joining us thank you my players for this this is a blast I was kind of concerned about trying to juggle these two kind of activities and it actually worked out really well and Craig thank you for not dying because you scared the bejesus out of me <laughs> no I'm just gonna I'll just keep yeah. my main sight on for a little bit longer I'm like Thanks. <laughs> You're about to have to yeah. re-roll a fucking Abrimos, my dude. Just gonna casually walk up to the ghost and let it touch you. I was like, I, I, I was cool with like the first touch. So you like, had no idea what was gonna happen. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it was that's very fair. Good. But and, like, I mean, big mistakes get messy. Thank you, Miss Frizzle. Um, so uh, yes, 
all of you at home, thank you for joining us uh, on Twitch. Uh, it was always great to have you guys live. Um, and uh, for uh, for YouTube folks, thanks for the comments, the likes, and the little little bell things and stuff like that. Uh, please feed the algorithm. Um, and uh, feed me. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me, Seymour. Um, yeah, but that you can't say it like that. What the fuck was that voice tone? Who me? Me. Oh, no, true. Oh, okay. Because I know this is this is the best way to end this. Never seen the movie. Have no idea what that character's voice even I sounds like. Either, but I know how I've it sounds. I've just seen gifts. I've never actually heard. Anyway, thank you all for joining us, and I hope to see you all next week. I'll be a see year soon. older. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <everybody. laughs>